social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. Fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn. Top quality lawn care company for Rhode Island. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. And this is the best time to have it treated. Call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401 401- 392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. We have made it to Friday. It's Friday of holiday weekend. Hey, how about the fact that in uh, Barrington, there are some teachers that are refusing to be vaccinated. They had a big hearing about it at the school committee. This is the Channel 12 piece on these teachers in Barrington. Well, the Barrington School Committee voted to move forward with firing those three unvaccinated teachers, but the lawyer representing those teachers says he's going to do everything he can to prevent that. Members of the crowd vocalizing their disappointment after the Barrington School Committee votes to move forward with terminating three teachers who still haven't received their COVID-19 vaccinations despite the district's mandate. We are here because the three teachers before you have refused to obtain a vaccination in violation of the committee policy. The three teachers seen here all requested a religious exemption and were denied. A lawyer representing the school committee says the exemption imposes an undue burden on the community. For example, an unvaccinated teacher must quarantine when exposed to a positive case, taking them away from the classroom. A vaccinated teacher can continue working while they wait for test results. Why all of a sudden am I being terminated without discussions of accommodations? The district's deadline to be vaccinated is November 1st. After that, the committee voted to suspend the teachers with no pay. And if they aren't vaccinated by the new year, then on January 1st, they will officially be terminated. Our primary responsibility is to health and safety of the children. That is our number one responsibility. The lawyer representing the teachers says he will appeal the vote. My clients made a better presentation than I do. I mean, I, you know, I focus on the law. What they said was staggering. And not one committee member had the guts to even ask them one question because they know what they're doing is wrong. And that lawyer representing the three unvaccinated teachers says he doesn't think his clients will change their minds. Reporting live in Barrington tonight, I'm Sheena Loshudo, 12 News. Now, folks, also, uh, again, you know, I think this is going to be, they can't be the only ones. I think it's one of those things. They're the ones that people know about. But but you want to really watch. See, November 1st is a deadline for a lot of these mandates. How about New York City? Vax fallout, less police, more trash, firehouses closed, 150 fewer ambulances. If you've seen some of the news in New York, major protests yesterday, and they were at uh, where Mayor de Blasio lives in New York. It's Gracie Mansion. They were outside of there. They were putting trash on his lawn. Um, that's where you're really going to. New York City now bracing for fewer cops and more trash as this uh, deadline looms so close firehouses fewer police and ambulances on the street that's what new york is looking at and then also closer to home you have the situation where there's a terrible shortage at the nursing homes and the assisted living facilities and then i was also even told that apparently now this is what i've heard and we're trying to get this confirmed but at kent hospital they terminated unvaccinated you have these traveling nurses uh they're not permanent they come in for periods of time they get paid pretty well then they have the freedom to go on now i've heard that uh some of the traveling nurses at at kent were let go and then rhode island hospital hired them so folks it's a little bit of the right hand doesn't know what the left is doing and, and so forth but this is um this is no joking matter and 
you know, it, it, as much as, as I've said, all these bows and the patting on the back of the governor, lieutenant governor of uh, Rhode Island's number one in the nation for getting vaccines and everything. I, I, number one, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't see it. And th- this is still, I think this is a major problem with both nursing homes and not taking patients because they don't have the staff. And then with the hospitals. Now you already have had COVID burnout. Uh, the numbers are down. I think something needs to be done and they may not be doing anything just yet. And I've heard from a number of people whose uh, their family members at least have said that they did in fact go and get the vaccine. They were forced to do it, but they didn't want to do it, but that at the same time, they didn't want to lose their job. So there is some element of um, by having these mandates that there are a lot of people that and then are deciding they don't want to be out of work and then they go and get the vaccine. But in the meantime, in this next 30 to 60 days, this is this is a major problem. All right, folks, again, a uh, lot more ahead. You're listening to The John DeVitro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is aka sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business. Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Left-hand side, just click listen live. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, he is our legal analyst. He is uh, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It's attorney Tim Dot. And Tim, if you don't mind, I'd like to start off with um, this horrible story that happened on a movie set there in New Mexico. I guess the name of the film is or was going to be Rust. But uh, where this thing really took off was apparently actor Alec Baldwin, who was the one who was handling some kind of a gun, uh, claimed he didn't know that there was... Uh, live ammunition inside. I guess they call it either a cold gun or a hot gun. And he proceeds to apparently accidentally, but shoot someone on the scene. Now he is, I think he's an executive producer on the film. So it doesn't sound like it's just automatic of, okay, that was an accident. Um, You know, there's a lot of speculation that there could be some form of a charge here. Yes, John, it's a really dreadful story. I mean, it's just everything that could go wrong went wrong at this particular um, film set. As you said, the the movie was to be called Rust. I think they should have called it Rush, just changed yeah. the letter, because it seems like they were on a low budget, a tight schedule, working yep. very long hours under very stressful conditions. Um, there's several... From a liability standpoint, um, there's several people and entities that could could be uh, determined to be criminally liable. Um, number one, there's a person apparently on a film set called the armorer, yep. and it's the person who's supposed to handle all of the weapons that might be used. The armorer who was um, put onto this uh, movie set was a young lady aged, I think, 24, who had only done one other film, which didn't have a lot of weapons in it. This film, Rust, was a Western set, you know, out West with lots of guns and lots of shooting and shootouts, etc. So she arguably didn't have the requisite experience to be on the, the, the person handling weapons on this set. So 
was it negligent for the producers to hire this person in the first place? Anecdotally, John, apparently several other um, potential armorers um, heard the job specs, heard the pay, heard what they were doing, and a few of them said, no, forget it. We don't want to come out and do this job. It sounds too dangerous. So the armorer could be in the mix. Apparently, a day or two before this um, unfortunate shooting of the cinematographer, Alec, Bal Alec Baldwin's body double accidentally discharged a weapon while they were rehearsing or something. Mm. And people on the film crew told the um, assistant director and the director of production, hey, this, something's going wrong here. The, yeah. the body doubles out there firing a couple of live rounds. Now, the assistant director and the, uh, direct, the director of production apparently were both directly informed that there was something going wrong with guns misfiring at the wrong time. So now they're on notice. If, if this Alec Baldwin shooting came out of left field with no prior notice, it would be arguably a different case. Right. But you've got previous incidents on this set where guns were misfiring. So what was the armorer doing? Why on earth would there ever be a real weapon capable of firing real bullets mm. on a movie set to, to give the, the production crew its due? Um, the guns that were, they were using here were antique guns because they had to be period weapons that would have been used in the 1800s. Yep. Why would there have ever been live rounds in this thing? Yeah. It's beyond explanation. But another thing that points to the chaos on this movie set is most, if not all, of the union workers, the crews who work movies day in, day out, week in, week out. They're experienced people who are in the business. They all walked off the set yep. because they thought that there was too many unsafe things going oh. on at the same time. Wow. Uh, to save costs, apparently, the crew was promised that they would be put up in hotels in Santa Fe, which is like right next to this movie set. But to save money, they were forced to stay at some cheapo hotels in Albuquerque an hour away. Wow. So after like a 12 to 15 hour day, they'd have to drive to and from their hotels. Yeah. So the working conditions were miserable. They were racing to get through this. It was a 21 day shoot. They had a real cheapo budget, which, you know, you get what you pay for. They had inexperienced non-union people working on this movie set. Um, again, a young armorer, people who were definitely on notice. So who could be charged criminally? The armorer, for sure. Yep. The uh, assistant director and the director of production, for sure. Maybe the director, because the director is ultimately responsible for his or her movie set. And the producers. Alec Baldwin was a producer. I don't think executive producer. He okay. was a producer. Yep. There, it, it's a distinction, but there is a bit of a difference. Typically, the producers are putting in their money and they're actively involved in the day-to-day -day production. So he was wearing two hats out there on that set. Now, did he know the armorer was brand new? And if he didn't know, should he have known? And if he didn't know that a gun had misfired the day before, if he didn't know, should he have known? Right. He, he can't claim, you know, willful blindness or ignorance of what's going on on a movie set, on a film he's producing. But would he get charged criminally, not for the act of firing the weapon, because I'm sure he didn't know it was loaded, or I would presume so, but he could, it's a stretch, he could be charged criminally based upon the totality of the circumstances. To be charged, there's, John, there's negligence, as we know, there's gross negligence, and there's criminal negligence. And for any uh, prosecutor to prove criminal negligence, it's a very high standard. And I'm not sure that criminal negligence standard would meet, uh, Alec Baldwin would meet that uh, standard. 
is there gross negligence? Absolutely. Will the estate of this uh, cinematographer who passed away as a result of the gunshot wound, will her estate um, recoup a lot of money for her wrongful death? They're gonna, she's going to reap a lot of money. Uh, not that it does her any good, and really, what, what good is it to her family? They've lost her. But um, there's gross negligence here. There will be huge civil damages uh, there could be punitive damages if you get up to the criminal negligence standard. Um, and I would expect some prosecutions here. Folks, again, I was speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, you know, for Alec Baldwin, um, and we don't know as, as of yet, but, but did you say, hey, you know, it was an accident, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. It, it just seems, as you say, there were certainly a lot of red flags, and they were far too casual with this. And there's been a loss of life. This is not someone wounded. So I would imagine, Tim, that this would completely also open them up to all kinds of civil uh, litigation. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's going to be certainly the the production um, company and all the people who are investing in this film. This thing would be insured for all kinds of liability purposes. But there could also be punitive damages here. Was the conduct here willful, wanton, and reckless? Yep. And you could really hit that standard, John. Mm. When when the assistant director gave Alec Baldwin this weapon and said, cold gun, which is supposedly mean um, a gun that's not loaded, how many seconds does it take to flip open the, uh, the, the chamber to see if there's yeah. any bullets in it. Oh. A couple of seconds. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of cavalier slapdash, let's get it done, quick, 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 chop, 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 cutting oh. corners, which, again, could rise to the level of willful, wanton, reckless negligence, which yep. could be seen as tantamount to criminal conduct, if not actual criminal conduct. So I think you're going to find prosecutions here. Um, and I think there's going to be a boatload of money ultimately paid out. Yeah. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today. MEGA 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Um... Thank you for uh, taking the time, folks. Joining me right now, he is uh, Sheriff Kiernan Donahue, Sheriff of Canyon County, Idaho. And Sheriff, it's the John DePietro Show. Thank you for so much for joining us on this Thursday. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Sheriff, first of all, um, if you could give us an idea of what your experience has been like for the past year as a sheriff in uh, Canyon County, Idaho. Well, it's uh, it's certainly gotten busier, that's for sure. We've had a tremendous amount of growth, but uh, we've also had such a, a surge in, in illegal, um, Ill- illicit drugs that's been really uh, more difficult for us to try to get a handle on. And so with that, obviously, we have an a, a increase in, in violent crime. Uh, we have an increase in distribution of the illegal narcotics, which causes the gangs to compete with each other. And we've had homicides that are on the rise and, and gang-related uh, crimes of that nature. So it's been, it, we've, seen a, we've seen kind of a, 
not a dismantling of what we had in kind of in place, but we're certainly having to rise to the occasion more and in with with the rhetoric out there about our job and the job we're doing. We're losing people, and that makes my job so much more difficult. I don't have enough manpower to, to fill the need. Um, different parts of the country, illegals, different factions of them um, tend to go in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in our region, for instance, the Boston region has one of the largest uh, Haitian immigration. That's where they go. Providence, of which the people listening to you, has, I think, we're number, the number one Guatemalan uh, destination. The, the illegals that are infiltrating Idaho, where primarily are they coming from? Uh, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, we have already a, a very high percentage of Hispanic population based on, you know, from decades ago when the migrant families coming in to work, the agricultural uh, areas of the farms and, and ranches and so on, on more of a seasonal basis. But a generation or two ago, that kind of changed and people started to stay in, in, in place instead of going back across the border. Now that... That is such a well-established situation that we have just an incredible influx of illegal immigration into our state, uh, but primarily from what we see as the Hispanic population because, of course, friends and family already live there and extended families, and, and they can blend in. They still get hired by uh, major agricultural companies uh, to, to do different types of work and by you know, even the farmers and that sort of thing. And so they can they can blend in, and uh, it's very difficult to address that side. But then with that, as you can imagine, comes the criminality because they're not all good folks, right? I mean, there's the good folks, and there's the really bad people, yep. and a whole bunch in between. Yes. Now, folks, with me on the John DePietro Show is Sheriff Karen and Donahue. Now, Sheriff, um, I believe... You were on, did I see you on Fox News? This yes, morning. This yeah. morning, okay. <laughs> Take us inside. What was the uh, the nature of, of, of the story that, mm-hmm. that you were on Fox News? Well, my where I'm at, I'm, you know, yep. rough north of the, of the border, right, we're in my state. But we have, just the way the highways and, and freeways come into that system, we're kind of a, a, what we call the corridor. We are a major corridor for drug trafficking and human smuggling through in through the state of Idaho. I'm right next to Boise, Idaho. My county is the adjoining county, so we're the two largest in the state. So the fact of the matter is it's, there's a lot of rural area uh, to our south, and that's an easy, easy access into the state of Idaho for uh, these criminal organizations to operate from because there's literally not nearly enough law enforcement to address that when you're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles mm. before they get there. So what we what they wanted to look at is those smuggling routes, how, how easy it is to come up. And so we were showing them along those highways, those rural highways, just the amount of traffic and what the potential for that traffic to be calling, uh, carrying illegal narcotics, which we know they do. Again, even interdiction efforts can't slow down that amount. You might get one, 10, 10 or 15 get by you. And so we were showing that, and I was also showing uh, the team how I can, I can show areas where the cartels are assigned manpower into certain areas for safe houses, drop houses, that type of thing, and wow. then operate from there. And we've been in this for literally for decades fighting these guys. Uh, even when I was an undercover officer years ago, this was our main this is the main area where we had to concentrate because this is where they set up shop and then they work from there. So they like wow. the anonymity of the rural area. Yes. At right next door to a very urban area. Right. Yes. What what type of drugs primarily mm-hmm. are they bringing into Idaho? The the, the primary drugs, methamphetamine has been king forever. Has it? Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, it's one of the worst things we deal with. But, of course, heroin is very high amounts of heroin. And, of course, uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl. Right. Now, the, the meth, is that made south of the border or yes. made? It is. Yes. So that, made in Mexico. Oh, gosh, yes. Wow. Over Well over 90%, 96 97% as you saw on Fox this morning. It all comes from Mexico. We don't have any homegrown labs anymore. Mm. It's so much more cost effective for, for the distrib- distribution by the cartels to manufacture it in Mexico, in South America. The precursors we know for a fact come through uh, China, through uh, Southeast Asia. Yep. And, and so then it's made in Mexico, super labs, we call, we call them. 
and then that product is distributed. It, everything comes through the southern border. I can assure you everything's coming through that southern border uh, because they're established routes. That's, that's how it's done. And then once it gets to our area, then we're shipping stuff clear to your area. Quite frankly, we yep. can track our dope clear to, clear to where you live. Wow. All across the country. Can you, um, can you, if you see someone, can you tell what they're probably on? Yeah, yeah. Typically. I mean, you come in contact yeah, with them. Yeah. So now, if you don't mind, um, and it just, I'm not profiling here, but just mm-hmm. let's just say someone is a meth head. Yeah. And you, you're, you know, you and the deputy, you're examining them. How, how can you tell? What are the characteristics you can tell that they're a meth head? Uh, there's several. Okay. Uh, uh, very erratic behavior, nervousness, yep. sweating. If they've been on it for a while, you're going to see scabs, open scabs. Yeah. And, and, and what is that? It's the poison inside the body trying to get out. That's wow. cause the physiology of the human body is not meant for this poison to be inside of it. Yep. Uh, those, the paranoia, extreme paranoia at times. Uh, that that psychosis. makes for a very difficult prisoner. Oh, man. you got to yeah. be very careful because they're very uh, unpredictable. So the scabs. Yep. yep. The scabs and nervousness. Nervousness. Paranoia. Paranoia. All these things are indicators. Yeah. Um, teeth as well. Oh or? gosh, yes. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it attacks the attacks the uh, the gums and the teeth, and and literally these people go from a, a normal looking person uh, to within months to, to skeletal type. Oh, uh, just tremendously. God. Uh, it, it's so sad yeah. what these drugs do to people. And you someone know, in law enforcement told me that meth, it, it it it's so hideous it can stay in the system. Mm. As much as two years. Yeah. And, and the guy that he said he could feel it was like popping out of his veins. It yeah. Was so in this, I mean, it's just terrible manufactured in that and way. And the thing that we're seeing, the problem, like let's say 10 years ago, we, we, would, we were dealing with, say, 50 to 60% purity on, on methamphetamine. Today, we're dealing with 98% purity wow. or 100% purity. Wow. So just think of what's like that's the doing. Walter White blue stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, Breaking right. Bad. Yeah. Now, what about fentanyl? How can you, if you see someone, how do you then say, I think they're on fentanyl? It's very interesting because we know so little about it at this time in a a general uh, statement. But the fentanyl is typically mixed in with the methamphetamine or oh the heroin. My God. And so that's huh. what that that's where the, the cartels Whew. are making money. They can what we call cut the dope. They can put in less methamphetamine and put in a small, smaller amount of of, of fentanyl, yep. which gives a high. Unbelievable uh, high. Unbelievable high, yeah. but it's also very dangerous because that's not regulated. Like FDA doesn't work on those crimes. No, those not exactly. down there. No. And so if it's a little bit oh, a little too much, it, it, it's well, does it's not like they pull it off the shelf. No, it just look like what uh, uh, DEA put out this yes. on Monday. You know, over 40% of these pills are, are lethal. Huh. 40%. God. Chance of taking it. And you don't have to be a drug user or a drug addict. You just have to be a, a high school kid or a yeah. college kid, a young adult. Say, I'm going to go out and pop a pill tonight just for a high. Yep. And you are you got over 40% chance of dying because you took that pill. A law enforcement officer told me that um, that someone that they they were treating it with OD'd, the, the guy said, listen, I used fentanyl for a year. And I had no problem, but he got a batch. But in his mind, the fact that it could be lethal still wasn't a deterrent from not taking it. And what about someone who's using heroin, that's, which that's, used to be the needle, but now a lot of people can smoke oh, it, yeah. right? Oh, God, so, yeah. But how can you tell and say, wait a minute, I think this guy's Again, a lot of the, more, they don't have the nervous behavior okay. that the methamphetamine portrays, but... When you look at someone on heroin, they're they're very emaciated, typically. Yeah. You know, very uh, poor health. Yes. Uh, they they do get to that nervous stage and that paranoia stage because they're looking for the fix. They're jonesing, yeah. they right. call it. Yes. And so they're pretty easy to pick out too. Yeah. And they're more subdued in, if they're on it. Right. It's kind of equaling them out. But right. Once they're coming down, they've got to get to that next high, and Ooh. that's when they become more dangerous as well. Sheriff. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing a proven track record with fortune 500 companies you can depend on mega logistics call them today 401-431-2300 you have enough 
enough challenges trying to run your business. Let Mega Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage, you can depend on Mega Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 for Mega Logistics. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best. And if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. Listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you've heard me talk about, first we started with September. I think the whole entire fall, actually, uh, should be suicide awareness, suicide prevention if possible. And the person you've heard me speaking with, we've got such great feedback about it, is, first of all, the website is mantherapy.org, mantherapy.org. Joining us once again is our friend, Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, it is uh, so important. I want to just start off uh, kind of, to me, the elephant in the room. Listen, there's there's far more popular topics to talk about. I'd rather talk to you about the Patriots or how beautiful the fall weather is, but uh suicide awareness as you've i've heard you even say that the workshop that people could be part of it's similar to like learning cpr could probably save more lives than cpr it's one of those things that can no longer be a topic that people no longer discuss uh there are people out there that feel desperate that are at the end of their rope and the good news is there's warning signs for different individuals that they can spot and potentially in, save someone's life. That's right, John. Uh, anyone can learn this. Uh, it's called QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. And as I said before, it is more effective than CPR in saving lives. Um, it basically teaches anyone how to recognize the sign that someone may be thinking of suicide and ask them directly the question, are you thinking of suicide or thinking of taking your life? And then for trying to persuade them to let you help them get some help as a friend or a relative, a neighbor, co-worker, not a professional, but just as somebody who cares. And then refer them appropriately uh, to the, uh, the the best place for them. Not everybody needs to go to the emergency room. Not everybody needs a 911 call. So we need to figure out how we can refer appropriately to get help that people need. Dr. Rob, um, if you would be uh, so kind as to explain how can people sign up for the workshop? How far in advance? Uh, what's been the reception so far that of people that have uh, taken part in your workshop? Well, the first part of the question, uh, the best way to find out uh, the registration link for the, I do it on Zoom, the first uh, and third Tuesday of every month for the community. It's free, obviously. Um, but I, the best way to get that link is to go to healthybodieshealthyminds.org. 
and you can register for whatever day uh, works for you. It's usually between 6 and 7.30. It's just an hour-and-a-half training. It is an evidence-based training, and at the end, you're certified as a uh, suicide prevention gatekeeper for three years. Uh, this is a great training. It really does uh, help a lot of people. So if you go to that website, healthybodieshealthyminds.org, you can uh, register for any of the trainings that they're done. Um, the feedback has generally been very positive. Last spring, I, I presented the, the class to some teachers at Charo, and I got an email back from one of the teachers who said, you know, I took this course thinking this is going to be a complete waste of time because I teach kindergarten. I don't need to know this stuff, but I want the credit, so I'll go ahead and do it. And I found that I was 100% wrong. It is a very, very useful class for anybody to take. I found it extremely helpful, and I'm just encouraging everybody to take the class. So that's, that's the kind of feedback we get. And I want the listeners to know, I, I plan to take this. Uh, obviously, because of my occupation, I come in contact with all different types of people. And as I've shared with Dr. Rob, folks, and, and I've talked about it on the air, but uh, just this past spring, there was someone that I knew, had known for quite some time, um, and then he just found himself in a place that he could not climb out of. And I, I, I wish that I had been had taken that type of workshop. And I, I don't know if it would have changed, but I could have changed the dynamic. But um, but it's terrible when it happens to someone that you know, and then you think that maybe maybe they're... And in this particular case, there were some warning signs. Now, folks, this also, we're speaking with Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, something that people can do instantly, and that is, I love this 20-point head checkup, mentherapy.org. Folks, there has been, and again, I recognize this is a topic a lot of people don't want to talk about, but I have found, Dr. Rob, everywhere I'm going, people are secretly kind of asking me about it. But there is an epidemic of, right now, men. And it's, it's men over the age of 50, that for whatever reason have found themselves in a in a place where they uh, they they don't see a way out and they they take the most drastic action possible and and this is something that people can either do for themselves or maybe share with their with their husband or a brother or just even send the link to a coworker someone they're a little concerned about um, again it's it's not an easy thing to to broach but at the same time you could be saving someone's life. Absolutely. Uh, if you go to mantherapy.org, in the first place, it's, it's very, uh, very funny. It's a very humorous approach to try to engage middle-aged men uh, to con- consider what their mental health is uh, is like, and also to see what other people have done to get uh, to get help. Um, it, the twenty-point head inspection helps a guy figure out: Am I just being really stressed, or am I really dealing with anxiety or depression or some other kind of mental health problem? Um, it also gives you tons of resources gives you videos of other people who've struggled and, and have, have found help. Uh, so it's just a, a great website, just mantherapy.org. Anybody can do it. Uh, the other nice thing about it is there's no stigma associated. Nobody's seen you go to a physician's office or, or to a therapist or anything like that. Um, not that those things are bad, but a lot of men uh, have that stigma and don't want anyone to know that what they're doing. So this is a way that nobody else has to know what you're doing. But it's a great resource for, for anyone who's struggling. Folks, again, the website is mantherapy.org. It's fall, very soon. The heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency Infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navient certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401 401- 
351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL 401-351-7600. In the past, former director of ICE, and uh, it is such a pleasure to uh, have him back. You see him, Fox News contributor and also Immigration Reform Law Institute. And it's the one and only Tom Holman. Tom, it's the John DePietro Show, WNRI, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Welcome back and great to see you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I, um, I want to just go back through uh, history. The first time we met, uh, you were telling me the, the great story of the first time you met General Kelly. Right. And uh, you had him in, in your office and and uh, he, he was very generous in explaining to you that that your dad bravely served our country and had received countless medals. Yeah. You shared a, a nice moment where General Kelly was explaining what all of them meant. Yeah, my dad, I, unknown to me, was a war hero. We never talked about it during my childhood. And, wow. And we, when he, when he got really sick, we had to put him in a, a facility to be taken care of. Uh, I found medals. We found their medals up in the attic. And, wow. And uh, Not even displayed on the family, your living no, room wall. No, no, where'd you grow up? Upstate New York. Upstate just, New York. Just south of Canada. Over, yep. uh, right outside of Fort Drum, New York. Okay. So I asked him about him. He didn't He didn't really want to share a bunch of stories. He's, but uh, I asked him if I could have him. I, I put him in a shadow box and I displayed him because I'm proud of him. Of course, I didn't know what half of him meant. So General Kelly came to my office one day and he says, they're not, they're not your medals. Guess I left them airborne. I left them airborne. Don't exist anymore. He goes, they're your dad's? I said, yeah. He goes, he was a hell of a war hero. And I said, well, I don't know what half of these mean. He goes, you want to know? I said, yeah. So he walked me through each medal, what they meant, what it took to get one. And, it was, you know, it was really special to me. So was, my dad's gone now. But I still have that shadow box, and, and now I know what he did and, and um, what, what it took to earn those medals. So. I'm home in- as we sit here on this Wednesday, September 29th, it is, it is really remarkable, especially to talk about someone with someone like yourself, who you were on the front lines dealing with President Trump, getting the border under control, really getting the safety and security of our country under control. Did you ever think it would unravel so quickly? I knew this administration would move to the left, but I didn't think they'd fall off the table. I never imagined in my wildest dreams that would, they would actually, they, you know, the term open border has been used a lot, right? Right. But they actually did it. Yes. We have an open border. I mean, we yeah. got, we, we have lost operational control of our border. Anybody, when that secretary goes up and says the border is secure, he's lying. Because I've talked to Border Patrol commanders who told me, they've used the term broken arrow. They said they are overrun. And exact, this is a quote from one Border Patrol chief. We have lost operational control of this border. This border is under control of the Mexican cartels. That's a scary statement. And the first time I heard it in the history of this country, first time I heard it in my 35-year career, this is the worst it's ever been. And the Secretary of my on Chris Wallace, show Sunday, said, well, this happened before. No, it hasn't. We've had surges before, but we never had. The number of children that come across this border on the company is, is the most in the history of the United States Border Patrol. We never released them into the country. When, during, the, during the surge, when he was sec- Deputy Secretary, we built detention centers. We detained them. And we removed them. He now, what is he doing? He's releasing them, not with, not even without a court, not with even a court date. And look, if anybody thinks all these thousands being released in the country every day is ever going to be removed, they're not. They're not. No. Tom. Because at the same time, because what they do, they also decapitate ice. Ice can, and this is this is this is a scary thought, but a fact. I never thought I'd say this either. An ICE agent, an immigration officer, can no longer arrest and remove somebody for simply being here illegally. It's How not illegal nothing. Possible. True. You gotta be convicted of a serious crime. Tom Holman. Or you gotta be a national security threat. If you're just here illegally, you're off the table. Like five minutes five miles over the speed limit. Like permissible. You can right? uh, illegal alien get arrested for assault. He can be arrested for domestic violence. He can be arrested for theft. He can be arrested for 10 DUIs. He is no longer a threat. He is no longer an ICE priority. And ICE will not look for him or arrest him. Folks, we speak of Tom Holman. Tom, the um, the headlines in the video and the picture of our Border Patrol, who, by the way, work under, have interviewed so many of them. You know them. Work under the most trying conditions there they are at the border, trained to do what they are, which is on horseback, 
as the Haitians are trying to come over through the Rio Grande. Now, let alone under that underpass was just the, the heat. You have the cartels. It's violent. And the fact to have Mayorkas and also even the president and vice president throw them under the bus. What, and, what was, and the commissioner and, and the, the chief. Go ahead. I'm what? not letting them slide either. Okay. Look, these boards raisins did exactly what they're trained to do. The horses performed as they're trained to do. Yep. I know it's in the manual. They didn't violate any policy. They didn't violate any rules or regulations. They didn't shoot anybody. They didn't hit anybody. I they didn't whip to, anybody. I've talked to five retired national chiefs. I've talked to nine sector chiefs. I've talked to two retired commissioners because I want to make sure I was right. They all agreed with me. 100% of them, they did nothing wrong. Wow. And what, what makes me angry is that the the chief right now, Raul Ortiz, and the, and the CBB commissioner, Troy Miller, they're reading from the same playbook. But they refuse to come out and defend the men. So now they're being attacked by the Congress, the president, the vice president, and their own secretary, for God's sakes. And they did nothing wrong. What's been lost in this whole message is the Haitians are entering the country illegally. Right. That is a crime. Title 8 United States called 1325. It is illegal to enter the country. It's a crime. Same thing I had to tell AOC and I had to educate her. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm folks remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com check out the website dipetro.com we have original unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website depetro.com depetro.com for all your tree needs call the tree trimming experts in lincoln it's yankee tree service call them today for a free quote 401 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service 401-439-6028 Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist Yankee Tree Service They provide various tree services including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service Check out their website yankeetreeservice.com Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401 439-6028 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com I can breathe clearly now my mask is gone nothing but a big smile for all to see Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My 
My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air. My lungs will be full, full, full of Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517 whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings call brother's disposal today come on brother call brother's disposal 401-688-0517 look for them on facebook brother's disposal get a dumpster in your driveway 401-688-0517 you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm Remember, you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break. Log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's dipetro.com Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service recoogan and heating 401-732-6562 